I don't feel like it's an understatement to say that we're all pretty busy. We all have several different things that we are trying to do in our lives, and honestly, prioritizing them can be an issue. It it can be hard to know what is the top priority in our lives. But we also want to make sure that we're getting in our Bible study time and meeting with God. Today's guest, Jennifer Booth, is going to talk to us all about making time for our Bible study and how we can incorporate it into our busy schedules. I am Eva Kabashik, and this is Bible Study Made Simple. Have you ever felt intimidated or confused by the Bible? Or maybe you've started studying the Bible before, but haven't found a way to incorporate it into your regular routine. The Bible Study Made Simple podcast is here to help you move from intimidated and confused to confident and joyful in your approach to scripture and help you find a routine that sticks. The goal isn't checking off a box perfectly, but instead our goal is an intimate connection with the God of the Bible, plus having tons of fun along the way. If you're looking for a Bible reading plan to get you started in God's Word, I've just put out a brand new New Testament Bible reading plan where it walks you through the New Testament in six months. There are two grace days built in each week, so it's five days a week And if you read those five days a week, that will help you hit that six-month mark for the New Testament. If you'd like to download that reading plan for free, you can find it on my website, and I've got the link for you in the show notes. I cannot wait for you to meet Jennifer Booth. Jennifer loves to help women figure out their priorities in their current season of life so they can live them out. She believes every woman has God-given talents and purpose in His kingdom. Jennifer is married to Stephen, and they have two young adult children, Harrison and Elizabeth. I am so excited to be here with you, Jennifer. Hi! Hi, Eva. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining me. We actually just recently got to meet in person at the beach down in Florida, and it was a fantastic little retreat of Christian business owners, which was so fun. And I just absolutely fell in love with your message for just busy women. You know, and so I am so excited to get to chat with you today. First off, would you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. I am the founder of The Planning Woman, and I help women determine their priorities so they can live them out, their God-given priorities. I should say, I'm married to Stephen, and it will be 25 years in August since we got married. Yeah. And we have two kids. My son, Harrison, is graduating from college in six weeks in May. (laughs) My daughter, Elizabeth, is a sophomore in college. So I'm an empty nester. I'm also in the caregiving stage with my mom with some of her health challenges. So yeah, it's a very full and for someone who likes to plan, God has shown me that I can't plan all the time. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know? I just have to go with the flow with Jesus you know, throughout the day and just see how things go. You know, I can't always depend that my plans are going to pan out. So 
It's been well, a good learning season for me, especially I would say the last three months, you know, so that is so good. And so encouraging, I think, because we all make plans. We all have these expectations and it's encouraging to know that it's okay if those plans and those expectations don't actually fall into place. Like God has a plan and that's what we need to kind of follow mm-hmm. and pursue. So that's so helpful. So tell us a little bit about your Bible reading, Bible study routine and how you kind of work that into your already busy schedule. Well, I typically am involved in a an organized women's Bible study at my church. I have been leading for a few years now. Um Bible studies. And so a lot of times my Bible reading involves the Bible study that I am participating in at the moment. But then also I do a daily devotional from the Missions Mosaic magazine that I write for on occasion if they have devotions in the back every month. And so I have been doing those, like I said, for the last few years. But when I'm not in just an organized Bible study, I typically, you know, like I said, do the devotional or I will just pick and start reading, you know, like I've been working on Titus uh, slowly (laughs) because, you know, I tend to be in these Bible studies for usually like the school year, you know, we Mm -hmm. start in August and end up getting done in early May. So usually through the summer, I will do that. So I have a highlighting method I use when I do that. Um, I like to underline. I like to get my Bible apps out that can help me understand better what the passage is trying to say, because sometimes you read it in different versions and they all have a little different spin on it. And I'm like, I want to know what that really means, because this sounds really good. But I think in our human ears, sometimes we'll latch onto a word that's just so powerful to us. And then you realize that's not really the real meaning. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, because it's, it may be a not a true translation, kind of like the message or something like that. So Yeah, that is so cool. I love that you um, kind of have like two different seasons for your Bible reading and Bible study routine. Mm -hmm. I think that that's really helpful because I can get it into my mind in particular. Like, this is what I do for my Bible reading. This is what I do for my Bible (laughs) study. And I don't allow any flexibility in that, especially if I want to join a Bible study that my church is doing, or if, you know, I have a friend that's leading a Bible study that I want to join. Like, I, don't always give myself grace to let some things go in those seasons so that Mm -hmm. I can do those other things. And so Mm -hmm. that's really helpful to have two different. And I mean, you might have three different seasons in your life. If you're listening to this, you know, you might be able to say, oh, well, I've got three different times of the year that I have three different things, you know, whatever that Mm -hmm. is for you. That's a really interesting thing that you might could map out and write down so that it kind of just helps give you a plan for moving Mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. That's so good. So if somebody is wanting to incorporate Bible study into their routine and they have not, they just say, I don't have time for it um, at all. I don't have time. And Mm -hmm. I'm in the season right now where my little girl, she is about to turn one as we're having this conversation (laughs) and she has just started walking. And so I personally am a little bit feeling like I don't have time (laughs) right now. So uh, I would love just 
for you to just encourage us for what if we don't feel like we have time for our Bible study? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's not just that new motherhood season of life. If you work full-time outside of your home or even from your home and you know, there's not a lot of time, you're probably not going to be involved in a organized Bible study unless your church offers it at night or something. And even then you might be too tired (laughs) to do that. You know, I understand I have been in different seasons like that um, myself, but I think even just 15 minutes a day, whether that's on your lunch break, um, waiting in the carpool line, you Mm. know, like it's, you have to be prepared. You can't just say, oh, well, when I have 15 minutes, you know, no, you need to figure out what those are for you. And I know there, um, there there's some days it's not going to happen and that's okay. But when you sit down to look at your week ahead, like I use a paper planner, but I also use my phone too for calendar blocking and things like that, you know, set an appointment for yourself and with God, (laughs) pick 15 minutes out of each day know what you're doing during that time, whether it's you're reading through a book of the Bible, um, maybe you're just using a devotional to guide you, but you're also reading from the Bible. I always say, if you are short on time, make sure you're getting the Bible. Don't like all that. We have all these resources, great books written by wonderful Christian people, great spiritual topics that can enhance your spiritual life, but that's not where we're going to find the true truth. You know, we need to be in the Bible. Like if that's all you have time for Bible, 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 Bible. (laughs) And you can also use your phone. I mean, there are Bible apps. I love the U version and they have all those devotionals that are super short. I think even some of them will read it to you. (laughs) So if you're driving, I mean, there are all different ways to fit it in. I'm, I'm like a big podcast listener, like when I do my laundry or clean the house, well, why not make that a spiritual time and have the app read to you, you know, and then you can go back and read in your own Bible. If you want start a simple highlighting method, I know you have one as well and just fit it in where you can. But my main point is figure out where, when that's going to be each day and what you're going to be doing. Don't just trust that you'll have a random time and then come not prepared, you know, like, Oh, I have 15 minutes. Now, what am I going to do to spend time with the Lord? And then you use up your 15 minutes trying to figure that out. So being prepared, you know, I think that also happens to me when I have like four or five things that I'm trying to do in my 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and I sit down and I'm like, okay, well, which one of these do I actually want to do today? And I end up not making progress on any of them because I can't decide which one I want to do. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's ever happened to you before, but (laughs) I, I feel like I almost even have to simplify it even more than that and say, you know what? I'm there might be four or five things that I want to do, but I'm going to prioritize this specific one today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like that's so helpful. Just having a plan and knowing what you're actually going to do. Yes. Yes. That has happened to me a lot. I mean, just sitting down to work, you know how it is. (laughs) There are 15 million things you could be doing. And even when you put a time block that says I'm working on my blog, 
well, there are still many things you could do under that one topic, you know, so oh, yeah, being super specific and saying, this is what I'm doing during this time. And if I get done with it, then I'm moving on to this, you know, so I think you can apply the same concept to your Bible reading. Absolutely. That's so, that's such a helpful mindset for approaching it. So if you are in just like maybe somebody is just completely overwhelmed and they are in a season where they have no idea, absolutely no idea where to start, what to do, how to find a system to like go through Mm -hmm. studying the Bible. What would you suggest? How would you suggest they get started? I kind of just go back to the Bible apps. I mean, that's just Mm, so accessible to everyone. Like I like the new version, but there's some others that really pitch you into the Bible more. I mean, they have so many resources, you know, but starting with a simple devotional in the Bible app. Hang on. Isn't using the Bible app cheating? Don't you have to pull out an actual physical Bible for it to count? No, you don't. <laughs> In fact, our um, our pastor has finally given way to saying, open your Bibles or your favorite Bible app. <laughs> yeah. My dad always did that he when he preached. Preaching. He's just happy people have the word somewhere. When I think about like my grandparents, you know, they were born in the early 1900s. They had to have the physical Bible. And you think about other places, like even when you're traveling, do you want to take your big study Bible with you? On vacation. I don't (laughs) even take my big study Bible with me to church. Like I'm not taking that. I'm not carrying that. I like a a thin line if I'm going to carry it anywhere. I don't want to carry a study Bible. Yeah. So I think taking advantage of the resources that God has given someone the creativity to create the ability to create is not a bad thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's not cheating. (laughs) Absolutely. I think that's so helpful and so encouraging. Well, thank you so much for sharing so much wisdom with us today, Jennifer. How can we find you, keep in touch with you, follow more about The Planning Woman? Okay. Well, you can visit me at my website, theplanningwoman.com. And on there, um, and I'll share this link with Eva so she can share it with you. I have a monthly scripture writing plan that I offer which is another way to get into the word, you know, it takes maybe 15, 20 minutes max to write out the verses, but each month's plan is themed. So I will give her the link to that page where you can go and sign up for whichever one you want. I have five years worth going on six. Oh, so fun. So whatever theme, you know, floats your boat at the time, or you may just want to get in on the current one and keep following and get new ones each month. So I have that. And then I also host Live It Out with the Planning Woman podcast, which I can share a link with that as well. So I'd love for y'all to come join me over there. I talk about, again, things that you can do to determine your priorities and then live them out. Lots of practical episodes on the podcast. That's so awesome. So let's revisit scripture writing really quick. So do you just write out scripture? Is that all it is? That's how I started just writing out different passages on themes like this month is cultivating healthy relationships. So how we are to respond in relationships, how we can be healthy, but also how we can be wise and discerning when we enter in new relationships. 
But I also have taken it to where I do highlighting as well. Sometimes I will sometimes journal about what I wrote, you know, just to apply it because they're real short passages. It's not something super long. So it's enough to get what the theme is, but also get you deeper into his word if you want to. You know, there's all levels with that. You know, if you just want to write it out, I just feel like God is putting that in your heart and mind as you're writing, even more so than just reading it. So that's the base. And then you can take it from there to what you want to do with it. Oh, that's such a practical way of incorporating scripture into your day, especially if you don't have time to do anything crazy and pull out all the resources and all of that. Right. That is so helpful. Well, thank you so much. I've got, um, I'm going to put both of the links to the scripture writing and your podcast in the show notes. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you, Eva. Thank you for listening to the Bible Study Made Simple podcast. If you found this podcast helpful, would you mind leaving a five-star review? These reviews are so important to help more people find the podcast, and I am so grateful for every single one. I can't wait to chat again next week on Bible Study Made Simple.